Amen. Let us turn to the book of Exodus chapter 33. Verse 12 to 18. And Moses said unto the Lord, See thou sayest unto me, Bring up these people, and thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way that I may know thee, that I may find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us not up hence. For wherein shall it be known, here that I and thy people, have found grace in thy sight. Is it not that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. I hope the Luganda people have been following. Amen. This is a very wonderful portion of scripture. Amen. Amen. Uh, we are going to share what we shall call the abiding presence of the Lord. Now, when Moses was sent by God, he desired to see, to know, to be sure that the Lord will be with him and that uh, the purpose will be accomplished. And God gave him a sign. He said, I will go with you. Amen. Amen. And he said, that is what will separate you from other people. Amen. Amen. So what was going to break a difference? We say... Uh, uh, I will give the and if they he said uh, it was to go with the presence of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, that was what was going to separate the, him. To separate Israel from all other people. Do you know that is the same thing even today? That's what separates the church of the living God from all isms from, from all religions from all cults is the presence of the Lord going with his people now, the presence of the Lord is not something that we just imagine. But the presence of the Lord is real. It brings the peace. It brings joy. It brings victory. His presence can be felt. Amen. Amen. And uh, that's what makes the difference. 
When we are walking with the presence of the Lord. Without that presence, without the anointing, we are not able. Praise be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. We see the disciples of Jesus Christ when they traveled without him on the sea. On the sea. And the sea was troubled. They were helpless. But when he came close, Amen. Amen. When he entered the sea, the, the boat, the sea was come. Because he was there. Amen. Amen. Uh, it is not Moses who delivered the children of Israel. It is the presence of the Lord that went with him. Amen. Amen. Meaning man is helpless in his own strength. We are helpless people. We cannot help ourselves. We depend on his presence. We depend on his power. And we are glad he said he will never leave us. He will never forsake us. He will be with us. Praise God. And that gives us assurance. That gives us the strength to know that he's with us. And when he is with us, greater is he that is in us than the devil that is in the world. Praise God. Amen. All the woes that we see the children of Israel fought. And they got the victory. It was because God was with them. It wasn't uh, Moses that divided the Red Sea. No. God was with Moses. That's why the Bible says when the sea saw the red eyes of God it gave way God looked into the sea and when it saw God its creator it could not block the children of Israel it parted and gave them way it is not David that slew Goliath it is God in David Amen. Amen. He is the one who slew Goliath. It is not Samson, si Samson who slew the lion. It is not Samson, si Samson who slew the Philistines. It is the presence of God. You see when the presence of God left him because he grieved him. As the Bible also tells us to grieve not the spirit of God by which we are sealed until the day of our redemption. But when he grieved the spirit of God that it left him now, his muscles did not shrink. His side did not change. He remained the same person. Same size, same muscles. Actually, Brother Brown said, he was even a small man. That's why they kept wondering what is the secret of this man's strength until they set a spy on him to discover the secret. If he was a special giant that you can look at and say, what a man. Could have said, yeah, this is a very unique man. But he was a small man. Maybe like this translator here. But the works he did, they left to them 
baffled and wondering where is the strength, where is the source of the strength of this man? The secret was the presence of God. Amen. 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 So when he touched the gate, God uprooted it. Amen. Amen. When he put it on the shoulders, the presence of God supported it. He took it to the mountain. When he was surrounded by the Philistines, and he held, he picked a, a jawbone of a mule. There is a lot to learn there. One, God wants you to have something. Amen. Amen. Something to use. Something in your hand. To use. That he is going to bless. Praise God. It was a matter of him holding something. And then the presence of God came and took it. Amen. And you it. So it was not the jawbone. It was the presence of God. I, I imagine that when he swung it, the power of God moved ahead of it and slew them. If they were slain by the power of God, not by the bone. So because the presence of God was with him. Amen. Amen. So that presence, it has never left the church. And that's what makes the difference between the people of God and other people. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. So all that we need, we need his presence. That's all we need. And that means we have to avoid anything that would grieve away his presence. As David said, I have kept the Lord before me. Amen. Amen. That I see not. What did David do? He kept in his mind. Thinking about God. He is around me. He's watching me. I cannot speak like this. Because God is here. I cannot think like this. Because God is here. I cannot do this kind of a thing. Because God is here. Amen. Amen. So Brother said, when man thinks that God is not around, then he can cheat. When he thinks God is not around, then he can lie. Then he can cast. But when you know that God is here, Amen, you cannot do those things. So David was careful to keep God before him. And that is a lesson for all, every one of us. Keep the Lord before you. Walk in and with his presence. I believe that the presence of God when you walk with that presence is what will inspire your faith. Amen? Amen. Why? Because whatever problem comes your way, whatever challenge, you will know you are not alone. Amen. Amen. You are walking with someone that is bigger than those, those problems. That is bigger than those challenges. Praise be the name of the Lord. I've always used this illustration. When Jesus came walking on the water. Amen. Amen. 
Peter told him, Lord, if you're the one, call me to come. He moved out of the boat. He walked on the water. And the storms when they came, he feared. And he started sinking. Jesus held him the hand. And the Bible says he rebuked him. Why did you fear? Amen. Amen. And uh, why did he sink to begin with? Because he took his attention from the Lord and put it upon the problem. He put it upon the challenge. We should never do that. We should always look at the Lord. And know that he is more powerful than the problem that is before you. Only believe all things are possible. And all things means all things. Amen. Amen. Not some things. All things are possible. Therefore, never put your eyes upon some problem and compare it with God. Say, well, this is too much. I believe that's the problem that mother had. She said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. So it was not late. Amen? Amen. It was not late. And there is that beautiful song that says, when he's four days late, he's still on time. In other words, even after four days, he is not late. If he would not have died, if Jesus was here, but now he's around. Now he is here. What is the problem? Has it become worse more than what he can handle? There is nothing like such a vocabulary in the kingdom of God that it is now beyond. With God, there is nothing like beyond. Praise be the name of the Lord. If he's dead, still believe. If you believe, you're going to see the glory of God. Therefore, remove the stone. Remove the stone. I mean, Amen. 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 And we know what happened. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So God wants his children to believe him that all things are possible. He can change every circumstance. Every situation. He can change it. Blessed be the name of the Lord. He is all powerful. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not by our strength. Not by power. But by the spirit of the Lord. It's not by your strength. So don't compare your problem. With the problem with, with the strength that you have. Compare your problem with the strength of the Lord. You just do that one time. You are going to see. Amen. Amen. The hand of the Lord. Praise God. Compare your enemy with God. What is it? Lazarus is four days dead. Now compare that with God. God made man from the dust of the earth. What about a dead body? Amen. Amen. If he made a 
person from the dust, how much more is he able to raise him when he is dead? Praise God. We believe he resurrects us. But you know some have been in the ground for thousands of years. How shall he get them out? How did he create man in the very beginning? Is he limited? Is there anything that is too hard for God? Bring back all the elements that made your body and made you to stand there again. Is that too hard? Praise God. You see how we need our faith to rise and believe God for all things. Brother Bram kept saying, if you hardly have faith for the healing of your Body. How shall you have faith for the resurrection of your body? Now your body is sick. You can hardly believe that that pain can go and that broken uh, uh, tissues or or weak organ broken by whatever sickness or if you don't believe if you fear to believe that God can put it together how shall you believe that he shall translate your body from a mortal body to an immortal one. Do you not still it will be faith? It will take faith and not faith of another person. Your faith is what will help you change your body. So now, begin believing God for everything. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. However big it seems, no matter what the doctor says, that it is impossible, it is beyond. To you, there is nothing impossible. There is nothing beyond. With you, all things are possible. Because you believe in God. Amen. Praise be the name of the Lord. So God told them, My presence will go with you. That was enough. Amen. Amen. If the presence of the Lord will be with us, that is enough. There is nothing that can fail His presence. Amen. Amen. And so shall you be separated from all other people. Amen. I wanted to add a scripture here. In Psalms 106. Verse 7. That says... Our fathers understood not thy wonders in Egypt. They remembered not the multitude of thy masses, but provoked him at the sea, even at the Red Sea. They provoked him. How did they provoke him? Amen. Amen. They provoked him by being or getting scared 
in the face or in the presence of the challenge. When they got scared, that was a provocation. So, but now the scripture says, they understood not his wonders. In other words, God had performed already enough wonders to make them know and to make them trust God for any challenge. They ought to have quoted and said, He that did this for us. He will do this for us. Amen. 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 If he served you and took away drinking from you, he will heal you. Amen. If he healed you that time, even this time he will heal you. And even this problem, he will solve. Look back from where you have been. See what he has done for you. Amen. Amen. Then look at that. And know he that did that, he will do the same today. Praise God. Because he never starts and then quits doing he has already shown that he has interest in you. Amen. Amen. He has already shown that you are his child. And what did he promise to his children? I will be with you. I will never forsake you. He is the good shepherd of the sheep. Is a shepherd that gives his life for the sheep. Amen. Amen. And no wolf can come to you. No danger, no trouble can come to you if he has not allowed it. Amen. Amen. He is the protection. He is the door. To the sheepfold. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Brother Bram said he used to wonder. How can a man be the door? I don't know how the Uganda Bible put it. But it would have said that I am the Door. I know it says I'm the entrance. And the Uganda Bible says I'm the entrance. Because the Bible speaks words that let men fail even to understand the non-spiritual I mean. So they thought that it was a mistake. So the Luganda translators kept correcting the mistakes. Which were not mistakes. When he said, I am the door. Not I'm the way. But I am the door. That very closing thing. He meant it. Brother Ram said. It means. When he brings the ship in. He counts them. And when he sees there is one lacking. The shepherd will go back to the field. 
the mountains where he has been, the valleys, looking for the sheep, for that missing sheep. If he finds it, he puts it on the shoulders. He comes carrying it. Oh, blessed be the name of the Lord. And he said, the strongest part of a human being is the shoulders. So that's where God puts a backslider to bring him back oh, in. And when he bring, brings him in and he sees it, all are there, then he lies in the way to the fold. In other words, his presence closes that he becomes the door. Do you know Jesus is the door? He is the door to you. No demon, no danger can reach you if it does not come across him. He purposely closes the way to you by his presence. And then David says, Though I walk through the shadow of the valley of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Amen. Amen. So why will I not fear any evil? Because you are with me. Hallelujah. Amen. So that is our strength. That's our comfort. Amen. Amen. That's the secret of the church. The Amen. presence of God in the church. If you don't go with us, we cannot go. Because we cannot manage anything. We cannot overcome. If you are not with us, we cannot brave our enemies. If you are not with us, Praise God. But if you are with us, if we are still seeing the pillar of fire there, if we are still seeing the cloud, then we shall not fear. Because you are with us. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We shall not fear any evil. If you are with us. So, no, Rachel. Is the same, it is the same today. His presence is with us. Is with you. If it is not with you, then check why. What has happened? Why don't I feel his presence the way I used to feel him. A child of God can never rest. Can never have peace if he's not feeling the presence of God. Amen. You are insecure without his presence but with the presence of God you have all the security hallelujah Amen. blessed be the name of the Lord yes Amen. Amen Amen hallelujah praise be the name of the Lord Amen Amen. Listen to this quote here. The important thing, one of the important things that we must master. Now remember this. And especially you young preachers. And members alike. There is only one thing that we've got to master. If we expect to fulfill God's desire in our life. Amen. That is, we have to master the thought of human ability. 
Tuina okusesira kuchirozo chamanyi gobuntu. No tunoku okuangula. Echirozo chobu sobozi wobuntu. Amen. If we ever get to a spot where we think that we can do it with our own intelligence and our own abilities, we've got to master that in such a way that we can get rid of the thing and lay it aside so that God can use us. The moment you feel that you are able, human ability, you are intelligent, you are learned, you are gifted, you are talented, you know, then you, God will be aside. He will not come to anoint your strength. And, but the moment you surrender and you lean on him I'm not able in my own power. Not in my own wisdom. But Lord, you alone is able. So Father, I put you before me and my problem. Without you, I'm a failure. But with you, Amen. Amen. I'm an overcomer. So Lord, come and take over. You depend on God. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. We cannot choose one ability. We've got to make a complete surrender. And come to God. You've got to surrender to him. You, you've got to surrender to him. Both soul, body, and spirit. Amen. Amen. I think on Sunday we shared on that. How our hands are Jesus' hands. Our, our, our eyes are Jesus' eyes. How we must present our bodies to him a living sacrifice. We are, we are the temples of the living God. And the living God dwells in us. Amen. Amen. So we must learn to surrender our soul, spirit, and body. Everything that you are has to be surrendered to God in order that He can work with. He can work His will in you and me. Nange. Amen. Amen. No ability. I don't care whose it is. Will never be usable in the sight of God. God has to get all our abilities out of us before he can achieve his purpose. If he's got something for us to do, and as long as we feel that we are doing a pretty good job, then we will never be able. Amen. Amen. So what does this do? When we know that we are not able, then we surrender. And when we surrender, his presence comes. And when his presence is there with us, then 
great things are done are That's why Jesus Christ being divine but yet no man ever prayed like him. And I like what Brother Branham said about it. Because uh, it is also a mystery. Jesus Christ. Yes, Christo. Being divine. Why did he need to stay so long in prayer? Why did he spend prayers through the night? Why did he pray so earnestly? With such a burden. That he sweat. Turned blood. Why? Watch. Some people will say he was playing our example. As if to mean he didn't really need that. But he was showing us what to do. No, he was not just showing us. He needed that prayer. Brother Bram said he was man and he was God. So the man part needed to pray so much to stay in a closer fellowship with the spirit that lived in him. That close contact that close fellowship is what gave him the power. Is what gave him the strength. So how much more we need to stay so much in prayer to keep in closer contact. So prayer brings us in that close fellowship. It brings the presence of God down. So that whenever and wherever we go, we are having him. Praise God. And when we have him, then we are able. And we are more than conquerors. Because he is with us. And he that is with us is greater than any challenge, any obstacle. Amen. Amen. There is many of us uh, in our lives, some people, as soon as they become Christians, they become arrogant. Indifferent. When they are just taking a vice versa, the path. In other words, when you become indifferent, you become arrogant. You are going, you are going an, an opposite direction. They're going backwards instead of forward. More you can get out of yourself. More room you got for the Holy Spirit to come in. So do you see our problem? We are too filled with our with ourselves. Amen. We want to do it. We want to do things in our own way and in our own strength, our own ability. So that's the problem. We want to check our strength and test our strength with the enemy. Amen. Amen. Am I able to move this? Yes, I'm able. Oh, I'm not able. Then you get discouraged. 
then where is God? You've left him out of the picture. You see? That's the problem. So, the more you can get out of yourself, more room you've got for the Holy Spirit to come in. Like Elisha told Jehoshaphat, and them said, Dig this place full of ditches. Deeper you dig, the more room you are going to have for water. Praise God. And you remember that story. They were going to war and they wanted to know whether God will be with them or not. And then they learned, uh, they wanted the word of God. And then they were directed. There is a man of God here. By the name of Elisha. So they went to consult the word of the Lord. Amen. And then he rebuked them. Because some of them were not walking right. And then after that. He said make this place. Full of ditches. And then they did. Then he said, bring me a, 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 a minstrel. Why? Because he wanted the presence of God to prophesy. Do you see you need the presence of God? And the minstrel, music brings God down. God loves music. Amen. Amen. When it is really really genuine music. God, it moves God. So they brought a message. And as he played, then the spirit of God came upon him. Amen. And he said, Thus say the Lord, there will be no rain, there are no winds. Yet these ditches will be full of water. But now you see, the point here is, the more you dig, the more you remove out of there, the more room you are going to create for water. Amen. Amen. And the more of ourselves, the own rubbish of our own abilities that we can throw out of us, the more room there is going, there will be to be filled by the Spirit of God. Long as we can do that, Praise God. So, brother, sister, the more you get on the altar and dig out this and repent this and repent that and correct this, the more room you're creating for the spirit of God. And the more of the spirit of God. That you can get in you. That is your measure of strength. Praise God. Amen. Your strength is measured. By the Spirit of God that is with you. And the Spirit of God to be with you is by how much you can extract out out of your life. That's why God is with the humble. God gives grace to the humble. 
That's why Jesus is called the Lamb of God. Because he was humble. A Lamb is humble and helpless. So when you are humble and helpless, and you know that from your very Heart. Then that means you are going to surrender to the shepherd. I cannot manage on my own Lord. Without you, we cannot go. That's what Moses said. If your presence will go, we not go with you. We shall not trust our armies. We shall not trust our training. We shall not trust our numbers. We shall not trust our spears. We cannot dare go because we shall not manage. But if you go with us, there we can go now. Amen. Amen. There we can go. Jesus was a lamb of God. Meaning he is humble. He is meek. He depends. Oh, on the spirit of God. Praise God. So that's a true believer. True believer has the same nature. The nature of the lamb. I will not go without you, Lord. I will not manage without you. So before I go, I have to be sure that you're with me. And that's why yes, what Lord. makes you stay long in prayer because you want to be sure you are with God. We drive him away with, uh, from the poorest of us uh, yeah, from the poorest of us to, from, to the richest of us. Amen. From the least to the greatest. We keep God out of our lives because of our own selves. Yeah. yeah, you don't have uh, anything to have as an excuse. Your failure, it's you who has made yourself to fail. You are the problem. Hallelujah. Amen. Because God, we keep away from ourselves because of ourselves and we are the problem. The more we keep him away from us, that's the more we get defeated. The more we get him to be in us or with us, that's the more we overcome. There is not any problem. There is nothing that can fail you if God is filled in you. Be it your husband, you will overcome him because of God who is in you. Hallelujah. Amen. Not by your toughness. Not by the way how you can fight. Not the how you can push him. No. No. Because of God who is in you, it will overcome him. That presence of God in you will make him or her to do uh, what is right. When God is in you, if he is in you, there's nothing that will fail. There is nothing that can fail. Amen. Amen. If God be in you. So, to, to complaining, so don't complain. 
Stop complaining. Do not complain. You complain about your husband. He is not like this. He is not like this. He does not care about me. Does not do this. He does not care. He does not love me. The problem is the lack of the presence of God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's lack of the presence of God. Your problem. That's the problem. How can God be there? That's when you have taken away. When you have taken away that which hinders him. Then he will come and enter in. Hallelujah. Praise be to God. Whatever is failing. It cannot fail God. So what we need is God. When Jesus comes, the tempter's power is broken. Amen. Amen. When Jesus comes, the tears are wiped away. He takes the gloom. The gloom. Yeah. Yeah. and fill the life with glory for all is changed when Jesus comes yes, to stay. Praise God. So, no, we keep God out of our lives because of our own Selves. I've often said the greatest enemy I got is William Branham. So you can put your name there. The greatest enemy I have is Gideon. He is the one that gets in God's way. He's the one that gets lazy. You try to pray. You feel weak. Two minutes kneeling. And then you go down to sit. And then even sit you get tired. You want to get in the bed. Now that is your enemy. Because if you did a little bit more. If you prayed a little bit more, if you stayed on the knees a little bit more, you are going to get a breakthrough. You may start when you don't feel like it, but you're getting somewhere. Every moment you stay there on the knees, praying, there is some grain of. Uh, of sand that is getting off that wall. And every time you pray a little bit more, there is some more that is getting off. And finally, you're going to get a breakthrough. But now, you're lazy. You're lazy. He's the one that gets to place sometimes where he thinks he can do something about it. And when he does, he shoves God right out of the picture. But if, but, when I can get rid of that guy, if you can get rid of that guy, Guy. Who is that guy? You know when people shall be going to hell, they will not blame any other person. The person will be saying, How I wish I knew. Had I known. What if uh, had I committed myself more? Uh, I wish I had left the other acts. 
they will go blaming themselves. They will go to hell blaming themselves. I wish I slept on the knees praying. I wish at least I remained on the knees till I died from there. At least I would have had the Holy Spirit. I would have overcome this habit. They will go to hell blaming themselves. Now you can have excuses, but on that day you will not have any excuses. I wish I left the other thing. Yes. If, but when I can get rid of that guy, when I can get to a place that he is out of the way. Who do you need to get out of the way? Is it your husband? Is it your wife? Is it your boss? It is you. You get out of the way. And do what? And let God. When God gets in control, praise God. That mountain will get out of the way. Amen. Amen. So that's when God, if I get rid of that guy, when I get to a place that he's out of the way, then God can come over and do things that William Brown knows nothing about. That Gideon knows nothing about. If I get out of the way, that's when God can use you. That's when He can use any of you. He can use anybody when He get out of the way. But as long as we got ourselves in the way, then we cannot. Let us stand on our feet. Amen. Amen. Why don't we talk to the Lord tonight? Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh.